Hey guys and gals, here is a show that I recorded at Super Lab Battle with Will All Young. We talk about his experience at World Time Attack over in Australia, which he just got back from and had the uh, fastest lap time of any competitor from North America so far. So very good effort there and uh, very proud to call that guy a friend. Also wanted to let you guys know that Adam and I are gearing up for the offseason and should have two shows a week for you now for the foreseeable future. If everything goes according to plan, we've got a lot of good guests lined up and uh, can't wait to share those shows with you. And last but not least, want to make sure we plug our friends over at OG Racing for any of your safety gear needs. I'm going to be in the market for a new helmet and driving suit soon, and I'm going to give Johnny over at OG Racing a call. So make sure you do, too. They have a lot of different things from safety gear all the way to toe plates, parameters, pressure gauges, all of that good jazz. Anything you may need for your track day or your club race, make sure you check out the guys at OG Racing. You can find them at www.ogracing.com and make sure you tell them Slip Angle sent you. With that said, let's roll that tape with Will. Welcome everybody to Slip Angle Show. I'm Austin Cabot, and tonight we are at Button Willow Raceway Park here for Super Lap Battle. Day one just ended, and I'm here with uh, our buddy Will All Young. What's up, Will? Hello, Austin. Hello. <laughs> so official. <laughs> Hel hello, everyone. Uh, yeah, enjoying a nice night right now, and a little tired from uh, the long drive here, and but great time nonetheless. He said it took what three days to get here. Uh, it took us. Uh, yeah, two, two, two and a half days to, to make the trek here and, um, you know, a little car prep made a made, made for a long night last night. And, okay. Now, but, you guys brought out the your RSX, the Vibrant Performance RSX, uh, to this event because your main car, is it back in the States or is it, it being shipped back currently from Australia right now? Yeah, it's it's still somewhere somewhere on the ocean, I, okay. I, 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 I'm hoping. <laughs> um, yeah, on, on route back to Canada and... Um, we, we should see it sometime in December. So okay. actually, actually really excited to see it, yeah. hopefully in one piece. Um, so you are fresh off of that event now. That was what, three weeks ago, two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah around three weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, and World, you did World very, Time very well, too, for uh, World Time Attack over there in Australia. Yeah, I, I would, you know, uh, we, we definitely met what our goals were. You know, we came second in Pro-Am and... Um, yeah, second, fast, the fastest that any American team has ever gone, right? Or sorry, North American team, not yeah. not American team. Yeah. So so uh, you know we, we had a few goals when we were when we were obviously you know before just, just like we all and any racer does you know and um, you know number one goal was just setting a lap out at Sydney Motorsports Park and getting one on the board for the team and make you know just making sure we're we're officially um, you know finished um and then after that it was uh i i'd say the next major goal was breaking into that you know under the sub 30 second time um there, there's no doubt and even to the australian teams like that that's the number like if you can get the under 30 you, you got something good and you know you so after that it was it was hard to set more expectations without you know being on the track before without having run on the tires before um, we really didn't know what we were up against we just knew that you know we we would feel good with that um but definitely like Sierra Sierra Evo uh held the the North American record up until that point and they set that way back in 2011 um but that that was a that was a legitimate program and um I I thought they were in the mid 28s but they ended up being a 29-0 as uh Tony Fuentes actually let us know okay um during the event and yeah, so so for us to do a minute, I think we had a minute twenty eight four something. You know, really, really, it felt great. It, you know, and, and that was honest to God our target time when we left the shop in Canada. Really, and we said, yeah, if we can do that twenty eight four, we would be ecstatic. So okay, awesome. I mean that uh, that experience had to have been very very unique as a you know as a time attack driver. That is the premier event. You know, that's almost like for hill climb guys, that's like Pikes Peak. Yeah. Or for land speed guys, it's like Bonneville. It, I mean, that is the number one event in it, the world. It really is. Like the the hype the hype of the event, um, 
it, it, it's crazy. We, we, we all we all watch it live stream. The past three years I've watched the live stream. I've been up at three in the morning watching it and it's exciting. And um, I, I would say that as far as like expectations are concerned, that event exceeded all my expectations, you know, from the fans that were in there to the, the venue like Sydney Motorsports Park is utterly amazing venue. Um, the 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 way the professional you know the professionalism of World Time Attack how well it's run you know almost everything is on schedule unless there's something you know absurd absurdly you know wrong in terms of a, an, an off track excursion or something like that and uh, you know so so props up to them for just running such a great show um, re- really you know unbelievable. Right. Now, did you have a lot of international fans that you didn't know even existed come up to you and, you know, and chat with you about the car? So we we definitely had a f- we definitely had fans down there, um, both both between World Time Attack, like World Time Attack ran a press release all the way back in May, right after right after we won uh, Global Time Attack Road Atlanta, actually, that 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 week of they ran uh, a press release on us attending world time attack so so that was like about a six month lead up that we had already gotten um views and what was interesting is uh ian baker actually uh, messaged me at some point and he's like man you, you have a ton of like you have a ton of likes on this post this is actually one of the highest likes post on uh really yeah yeah and in fact i want to say as a competitor post we, we had the most likes out of any of the competitors wow. period um, I, and, and I believe that's that's still the case, and um, so, that, so I think there's no doubt. Like the North American side had a great deal of you know why wh- where those likes came from, but there's you know being being from World Time Attack themselves releasing that, they definitely had that Australian side following it, and you know that world audience following it, and so I, I thought that was really cool. Um, another side that I was very surprised at is. Um, the content that we've done through videos for other, um, you know, it, it, it's amazing how much the Australian market follows um, the North American side of things. Um, not not what I would have expected. And a, a lot of them would be like, oh, I saw it on a YouTube video or I saw it on the Motor Trend video. And um, I thought that was that was really cool. Like it really just shows that they, they love motorsports in, in Australia. Right. That that's the number one thing I'll probably take out of the, this event is they're 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 car crazy. They really really are. Yeah, I mean, what was the the culture like overall in the paddock there? I mean, was it a very tight knit and very welcoming kind of community that World Time Attack has assembled? It 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 was um, exceptionally so. So we arrived. We arrived like our container arrived uh, a week before we arrived, and unloading day was the Monday um, of the week of the event, and so Ian knew that we need to do some work on our car to make it meet all the rules. So he's like, you know what, I'm going to arrange it so your container gets unloaded first. And as we're like going through unloading, open the container. Oh yes, you know the car's still in one piece, so we were all, all excited. Um, then they had to do decontamination, um, make sure that, you know, there's no foreign objects coming into the country. And that was that was a little tense for us, you know, being the first team, too. So it was it was all new experience. And but we ended up we, we did a pretty meticulous job of cleaning everything before we left for the for the event. And we we we, we passed that with very minimal effort. So what, that was great. what sort of things are they looking for? Dirt, 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 um, okay. insects. Huh. Like anything that can contaminate, you know, and, and they were really shores, picky. We, yeah. we, we had some, we had a little bit of dirt um, on, on our tire worms, for example. And they're like, oh, you have to remove all that, put it into this waste bag. And that waste bag then gets disposed um, by them. And Did so, you just throw your tire warmers away? No, 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 no. Oh, just, okay. just, just remove okay. some. And it was very little bit of um, grass just from like rolling. And it was stuck in the vel- Velcro. And it, yeah, so we, we picked away at it and got it all out. And they were happy with what we did. Okay. Um, but... At that point in time, Ian's on the phone and he's like, oh, you know, uh, once you're set, JDM Yard, um, which is one of, actually, it is Australia's premier Honda Acura tuning facility. Um, He's like, you know, Z uh, says he can come by anytime and pick up your car. So just let him know once you're fully uh, unloaded. 
And I was like, are you kidding? You know, like, sure, um, I'll, I'll let you know. And, you know, sure enough, not even like 20 minutes later, they're here with a truck and trailer. <laughs> and they're like, well, yeah, whenever you're ready, just we'll just load the car on. So they were awesome. Um, they, they, they have a facility which is about 25 minutes away from the track. Okay. And when I say they are like the leading Honda Acura store, they are the leading. They, they have... They're incredible. It's fully stocked with all the name brand, especially American brands. Every brand that you can think of, they have in stock. Okay. Um, unbelievable inventory. Like probably the most Honda Accurate inventory I've seen inside a single shop next to the actual company. It was pretty nuts, actually. So what's what's the Honda and Accurate tuning market like there in Australia? Is uh, it pretty pretty large? It's crazy. So um, I, I, I'll finish that off in a second. So. Anyways, going back to this, the, the, the hospitality of the JD uh -huh. or of, of the Australian um, competitors. So JDM Yard uh, Z brought my car, my Civic, back to their facility, and he's like, you know, they had their EG Civic on the hoist. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but it's the Open Class Champion. Okay. Um, it was the 2015 Open cha Champion, and then they won it again this year, and you know, stellar, stellar lap. Yeah, they did a 127 out of that car, which is incredibly fast. And anyway, so Z's like, he's like, Will, we cleared up a hoist for you. That's your hoist. You use whatever tool you need, you know, like just just do what you need to do. And just unbelievable. You know, we're we're halfway around the world here and they welcomed us and, you know, opened up their shop and made it made it our home for that. Those few days, so I'm sure that made the event go a lot smoother for you too. It did because there's a couple of things where you know just preparation-wise, we felt we were very prepared. But um, because they compete as well, they, they noticed a bunch of little stuff where they're like scrutinizing, you know, won't let that by. So we have to like do these mods, and so we started doing a lot of these little mods ourselves. And it got to a point where um, Kiet actually he's like, oh, just um. Just, you know, we need to do inner door cards, for example. And it's like, just take the doors out and I'll do them for you on here. And then you can just put them back. And so it was amazing. Not only did they let us use our facility, but they were actually like in their hands on, you know, helping, helping us get ready. So um, su super appreciative of, of what they've done for us. Like it's it's actually truly exceptional. Yeah. Um, I mean, how how long were you guys in Australia for total? We were just under two weeks. OK, wow. Um, so it was it was great. We arrived the Friday. We spent... Uh, the first three days, literally roam around Sydney, went to the opera house, went to, you know, just walked all the around. touristy things. Yeah, all the touristy things. And it was great. Um, opening. So first night we or first day we arrived, we arrived Friday around noon hour and we're pretty tired from the 20, whatever, five hours of flying. But we, we get up to our uh, Airbnb, you know, we, we put all our luggage in and then we're like, OK, let's head out. Let's 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 go to the track. So on the way to the track, I'm like texting Ian. Ian's like, oh, stop by the store first. It's on the way to the track. So I'm like, OK, fine. You know, so um, we stopped by uh, Ian's shop there and uh, it was great. It was it was uh, it was awesome to meet, you know, him and the staff. Um, they were mad, crazy world time attack prepping at that point, trying to get all the stickers ready, trying to get all the wristbands ready. As you know, you know, like it, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a lot that's happening at this point in time. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I thought that was pretty cool. And then, yeah, so then we load up and then we head out to the track and um, the Finnish teams were there. Both the Lotus and the Audi were there. The Audi was done for the day. They were doing a photo shoot and the Lotus, they were trying to, you know, sort out some stuff. Um, and then we're just watching the track and we're like, wow, this is an incredible facility. Like, uh, turn one is nuts. The grandstands are nuts. The facility is clean, um, super professional, tons of garages, ev ev everything you would want to check off a list of an it's awesome like, track. It's got, it's like perfect for that event. It is perfect. It's, it's absolutely, um, and, and it's only half an hour from Sydney. So it's super accessible to the masses. It, it, it's a, it's a perfect it's a perfect venue for the perfect, you know, craziest time attack event in the world. It really is. Um, so after that, we, uh, Ian, Ian actually arranged um, dinner for us. And so we all went out and we actually got to go eat dinner at um, downtown Sydney. Uh, Andy Force from Scotland was there. The 
Team Finland with Audi was there, mm-hmm. and you know we just had a nice international dinner. So that was uh, that was that's that got to be pretty cool. That was our first experience of Sydney. This is like still in day one, and it, it was really cool. It was uh, kind of surreal and definitely definitely an experience of a lifetime. Something I'll never forget. Yeah, but so 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 fast forward back to or rewind back to your comment about the Honda Acura scene. Um, Joey Lee hosted a Chronicles meet. Okay. At JDM Yard, um, the day after World Time Attack had ended, and we were we had planned to get our Civic there, but uh, they they were you know the the shipping guys were no you have to you have to pack everything ASAP like we we don't want we want all the containers done right so right after that we literally packed the container we spent three hours packing it was like the longest <laughs> night of our lives we were starving um, but anyway so rambling on we 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 end up hanging out at at the JDM Yard Chronicles meet um, during that Sunday. And it was crazy how many Honda Acres were out. Like crazy. Like they easily had a couple hundred out there. Wow. But the cleanliness of the builds and the craziness of the builds, like they, they're, I, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say I know much about the California car scene, but if I was going to make, make an example, like very California car scene, like okay. um, very well done, very clean cars, um, you know, I, I again, I can't compare to like the Ibach meet that that Joey just had, um, but probably very similar. Like, and the the love they have for their cars though in Australia, honestly, I've never seen anything like it. Like, what platform did you see the most of at the meet? Oh, that that would be a good question. Was it a good mix of everything? It's a good mix of everything, and, okay. and not 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 just new, like old. Like there was like eighties four door Civics out there, really, like EF, like sedans and yeah, stuff. Yeah, huh. yeah, yeah, like like crazy, and and it was so cool. It was like you know, even for me, I you know, and and they they must have some cars we don't have there because there was like some that you know, it's like oh, this is cool, you know, like what is that? I've never seen that. Yeah, like they had the three three door Civic Type R, the previous one there, right? right? Not just the new one. And, you know, we don't get to see those here. So it was like, those are cool. We're checking it out. Yeah. And, um, but, it, you know, j- just the level of builds, like they're really nice. The, the, the quality the quality level of a good build is just exceptional by, by, by you know, my standards of what I would say is it, they, they were incredible. Um, and, and everyone was. Uh, there was very few that were just mildly done. Like most of them were pretty meticulous when they got... Um, when when they were modified, you knew they were modified. Okay. So, now, as far as the event went, um, you know, what was kind of your process coming in? Because obviously you have a new track to learn. Um, the car, you know, you needed to make sure that the car was ready to go. Uh, what all did you really focus on, you know, those that first day or two so, um, when you were at the track? So, like I said, you know, we, we, st- we started out Monday, Tuesday uh, working on the car at JDM Yard. There was a... Uh, lapping day available on the Wednesday. Um, they had a Wednesday morning session available, and I had told the guys like I, I'd like to make it out if I can. Um, but th- they're like, you want to be there at six in the morning, and they're like, we, you know, we we, we really don't want to wake up that early right now. But they're like, we, we'll, we, we, you know, what we're gonna do? We're gonna get we're gonna get a tow truck guy to come and pick up your car, um, and he'll actually keep it at his facility overnight and then he'll bring it to the track first thing in the morning i'm like perfect so Vinny, the tow truck guy came by and flatbedded our car um and we're like yeah see you in the morning so it was awesome we were, we were hoteled like literally five minutes from the track oh wow um yeah that's e- convenient e- yeah super convenient and amazing hotel too so we 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 go there i go i get there for about just after six ish and Vinny's already unloading the car at that time you know cars already like halfway into the garage <laughs> and I'm like are you kidding he's like he's like I've done this a million times he actually he actually works with the um he's actually a crew member of the Opal Astra team Glenn oh, Southern really? Southern's car okay um but he he's time attacked before himself too and you know just crazy crazy all these people now like helping us out and you know i'm, I'm like Vinny, like you know uh, what do i owe you he's like you know what like you're, you're from so far away like you know I, I got this one um and i just exceptional like i i i nothing but like good vibes and so we get there on the wednesday and we have the hoosiers on um so i start kind of prepping the car a little bit my, my 
uh, by myself at that point because it was so early. I, I, I just came by myself um, and it just started to drizzle a little bit. And because I had the A7s on at the time, I was like, I'm not going to go out if it's going to rain. Yeah, not worth it. Not yeah, not not in this particular way. It, it's just a lapping day, anyways. Like it's not even a test day, and the Yokohama guys weren't going to show up till the day after, or till Thursday. So we couldn't even get the Yokohamas on because at least those can drive in the rain fairly okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the A7s. We we just decide that you know if it stops raining, maybe. Um, and it stopped raining at about three o'clock, but at that point in time, they actually switched to the streetcar sessions. But the organizer, he was like, hey, you know what? He's like, five o'clock, I'm going to run a half an hour session. If you want to get out, be ready by 4.30. And five o'clock, I'm going to let you guys out. So five o'clock comes around, we're ready. I'm in my suit, out in, out, out in the paddock, you know, get out there, do uh, five to seven laps or something like that. Really slow laps, just feeling the car. That was my number one thing, was just making sure that the car wasn't, you know, having any weird issues. Right. And... Yeah, so I got seven laps, and then it was a red flag for a car, you know, broken down somewhere. And so we we came in, and I I just decided that was enough. That was enough for me to just at least get something out of today. Now, what did you think of the track, like that first session that you actually got to drive it? Because obviously I'm sure you had watched tons of video and stuff and were familiar with the layout, but was it really the same as getting to drive it for the first time? So I did a bunch of simming on a Seto Corsa. Okay. And uh, so then you already knew the layout fairly well. Yes, I didn't have to the count small. corners. Yeah. Um, but standouts for me was turn two is much slower than I would have ever expected. Okay. Um, is that the left hander that kind of no, goes uphill no, a little uh, bit? Yeah, that's a left hander, but it's like a long left hander. Okay. Uh, double apex, more or less, but it's a slow and long corner, and you huh. really got to wait on the car. Um, so, and, and that, that was instantly like my very first thought was, yeah. And, the, the rest of the track just flowed like phenomenal track. Yeah, it I, looks I, really quick. I, too. I could, I, I would, I would, I, if I could choose a 24 hour track to go race at, that would probably be, be my one? track. Yeah, like it, it, it just it looks really flows. wide in a lot of spots, too. It's, it's really wide um, until you're at speed. Okay. <laughs> Your <laughs> and, speed. And, and, and slower if, cars, <laughs> it's probably like super wide. And, and then it starts to feel a little bit narrow. Yeah. Um, but exceptional track exceptional uh like i said I, I would i would love to go i would love to go back just for a lapping day just for just to go out for a day of fun rather than competitive you know racing but yeah so so day the, the, the thursday is the official practice day we get there as early as we can and the oklahoma guys were there so we brought uh brought our brand new volks over and he's like our generator's not on but he's like once once that's on we'll mount yours first so that was okay we 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 got our yokohamas before um before the first session was on and f- first thing was was the size of the yokohamas we went a step up both in the front and rear tire sizes and we found we had some clearance issues on the rear and we found we had some right height issues on the front so we spent pretty much the first three sessions just sorting the car out to make it work with the tires as best as possible and at that point we only got two or three laps in but they were just feeler laps they weren't at all at, at, at any pace and so fourth session i started to get a little bit more speed into the car um and then fifth session of the day you know we, we, i felt pretty good at that point but still only driving probably six tenths and at that point the track already felt really fast so i i knew i knew like the learning curve was going to be steep to get to the max out of this car because that that's one thing where um you know you, you get to certain tracks and it's like yeah i, I can i can drive 90 percent right off right right off the start that this wasn't that Not track. That. yeah this this track was like well i already feel the speed and i'm like six tenths yeah so <laughs> Definitely, definitely a lot of adjusting. The tires took a lot of adjusting too. Yeah, what uh, what were the main differences between those Yokohamas that they used for the event and uh, uh, and the Hoosiers that you were running before? Optimal grip level, they're probably really similar. Okay. The cycle of optimal grip is not even close. Like the the Hoosiers, honestly, like I can do three laps, four laps with them, and on the, the A's, on the A7s, and right. the fall off on them, even with my Civic, would be very minimal. Um, these Yokohamas, they don't even last a lap. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. Their, 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 optimal, their optimal grip is probably in that three quarters of the lap range. Okay. And so you have to start them off almost a little cold on the start of the lap, and you got to end them off with them a little falling off on the greasy side. Okay. And you, tire management was, is, is definitely a big part of uh, the adjustments that we had to do. What sizes were you running? Um, Front rear ran 295, 35, 18. Okay. Rears were 265s. Okay. Um, is that the same size that you've been running this season, running Hoosiers? No, we run a low profile smaller. Okay. So, but that, and, and, and again, you know, that, that didn't make any real difference other than clearancing. Right. But yeah, did, uh, did you end up, you know, having to clearance anything out to make those larger tires fit? Uh, only the rears, but okay. th- that, that was just something we did not, you know, nothing, nothing out of the norm. Right. Um, we, we, we just our way our arrow is it's really close to the tire and it, you know with that size difference it was actually touching the tire slightly okay so but that was self-inflicted right but we knew that we knew we knew that would be close and um, so just, what was what was the first competition day like first competition day was uh, a little bit weary because we so we finished that first practice day uh, I did three hot laps or two hot laps and I'm coming back into the pits and my low oil pressure warning light comes on. Uh-oh. Yeah, so so Sasha at on point had set up a bunch of like warning indicators for me and one of them was oil pressure and it's like under 30 PSI. Oh, wow. <laughs> so so I'm like, uh, yeah, this isn't very good. So me and Mike, we had the game plan that, Mike, you know, Mike Warfield, Mike Warfield yeah. from GST. Right. Sorry. Um, he's here somewhere hiding. Yeah, but, we tried to get him on the mic but he ran away. So, anyways, um, yeah. So, so, so we have a little discussion. We had a spare motor inside the container, and <clears throat> I was like, "Well, what do we do?" And, and and Mike's like, "You know what? Let's just turn everything down, and let's just set a banker lap. Um, let's put a time on the board, and let's just row from there." So our game plan was very simple: turn the boost all the way down, run one lap, and as I'm coming down the front straight, if I'm about to finish that lap, start turning the boost back up. And I did exactly that, and uh, I want to say my, I think that session, like, I think we got down to 32-something by the end of that, our very first session. I remember seeing it, and I was, you know, I was really, really happy for you, because, I mean, that's really quick lap, especially for day one of the competition, just figuring things out. I I think I was blown away. I, I wasn't expecting quite that fast while we were still, we were, I was still feeling the track out quite a bit at that point. Um, and again, st- still driving conservatively, not over revving the crap out of it. So, uh, I don't know how the bearing survived. They, they survived seven sessions of me beating the bejesus out of them. Wow. Um, we, we did switch to heavier weight oil. We switched from a 1030 to a 1550. Okay. And that helped our oil pressure to stabilize at around 40 PSI. And even then, that would be considerably low on yeah. an engine that's revving, you know, a K2499 mil stroke that's revving to 8,800 RPM. Yeah, isn't exactly really low. <laughs> yeah, it's beating the crap out of the bearings here. Um, but we were very lucky because our bearing sponsor, King King Racing Bearings, I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, but mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're one of the leading bearing companies already. So we, we've been running their XP race bearings for a couple seasons now. Um, for this event, they actually made us some very special bearings, some XPC bearings, hmm. and they have a ceramic coating on them, a, okay. a special or a special coating on them. And I have no doubt in my mind that if we did not have those bearings, it, you wouldn't have been able to finish. We would not. We that engine would not have been able right. to finish. That's right. for sure. Um, so, and and they they were actually super excited when I told them. I'm like I'm like I hate to tell you, but I ran this thing at like 30 to 40 psi of oil pressure at like at like you know full jam, and they're like, oh, we're so excited to see these bearings when you pull them yeah, out. Like yeah, I was going to say, I bet they can't us. wait to get them back. Yeah, just for analysis. It, and 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 that's what and. and like let let's let's face reality. Like you know, they they, they obviously everybody likes to see you do well and and, and come home with a podium and um, represent well. But at the same time, like from a research and development standpoint, uh, we do provide them with some certain R and D that you can't get otherwise. Like right. you know, very very few competitors 
do what we do you know in the drag racing scene they just don't put the the continuous abuse that we would do and in the normal road racing they're not putting the same power the same down power, so yeah they're, they're not putting the full abuse but here we are almost drag racing power levels but for minutes at a time yeah road racing <laughs> times right yeah. and um so there's no doubt like from a torture test standpoint uh th those bearings will will show i'm sure whatever they need to see that'll show them exactly right um, no, I mean, it's a testament to those things, though. So that's, that's it's great. It's a testament. Yeah. yeah. And everybody, like anybody that was around us at that time that knew about the situation, and, and we didn't tell anybody. It was pretty internal. Right. Um, but but the guys at JDM Yard and um, obviously Warfield and... Uh, yeah, a few we, key, key people knew. We, we, we were all counting on uh, which session it was going <laughs> to finally uh, spin a bearing. And no, it, it held up right to the end. So it ha hats off to... To, to my King Bearings folks. Yeah. Like, and it, to have the finish that you did with an underperforming car, I mean, that's that's pretty amazing, to be honest. Yeah. We, we, there's there, So the takeaways with this is we still have loads of time that we can still get out of this program. Um, and a, a few partners we picked up down there, Scott Beaton from Aero Designs, um, he's going to be helping us with our aero package. And uh, th this is something exceptional in terms of his ability he's a i don't know if you if you're familiar with scott or if no. you follow any of scott's a former williams f1 aerodynamicist oh really this guy is the smartest guy ever like he knows <laughs> so much um and th that level of that level of involvement especially in north america it's it's very few and far between right and i'm no doubt in my mind he's going to take our program to that next level um, both efficiency and design and really really excited to work with him uh, just just overall like our takeaway was just like wow we, we we have loads to go we we we're not you know we had a great result um the car was down on power we definitely didn't use you know my fastest session was done on used tires at the end of the day like it, it's it, they weren't brand new stickers so our take back was wow if we can if we can get a little more seat time in this car um develop and make it more ideal for sydney motorsports park there's a few changes we can do to you know help the car get even better right um what, what were the biggest surprises with like say the track surface there that you know you just might not have been expecting that you you couldn't pick up on something like a set of corso uh how bumpy the front straight is really bumpy yeah, like my splitters dragging ass. Yeah, I can see. Half. I can see in some of the video. And, and this is just on a straight. Um, turn one is, it, you know, I, I'd like to say it's bouncy. It's not that bouncy. It's just it it, it it amplifies that effect based upon, you know, again your splitter dragging. Right. Um. So, I talked to Mark at Ibach, uh today. He Mark was Kroom. here. Mark Kroom. Yep. And I'm like Mark. You know, we I I I need to pick your brain and. Um, really, you know, work with you, work with Ibach to help me get this portion done. And I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna really really lean on my sponsors at this point and lean on, lean on the people I can um, get to get us to that next level because there's o there's only so much I know, but I know a lot of people that know a lot more than me that will be able to help me develop this program and and really maximize it um, to get. 100% out of it right and even mark was mark was like hey look you know we have a we have a we have a we have a circle track guy that actually you know has tons of knowledge on this and so i'll, I'll shoot mark an email and he'll he'll forward it to the right people okay um so again you know just just way you know being, being able to take advantage of the partnerships we have and 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 build off of them yeah that'll be i think really really cool and um, definitely what needs to happen. Yeah. No, and you know, and as far as partnerships go and stuff, you were talking before the show just how much manufacturer support and involvement there is with World Time Attack. Yeah. So, so obviously, um, event like World Time Attack, it's, it's a world-class event. It's, it's incredible. Like, the fans are incredible. The, the vendors are incredible. Um, but the commitment of the vendors for this event are they're they're committed um like 
Turbo Smart was there in in full force, and um, just just talking to the staff there, they're like, no, no, they 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 put a priority on on representing well at World Time Attack, having all of the staff there to answer any kind of questions that need be answered, having all the product available for people to see, um, and and that was really cool. And for me, obviously, going to this trip required a lot of commitments from my sponsors to help us out, and you know. We're, we're huge, you know, it's extremely thankful for their involvement. Um, but it was great to see even even Vibrant Performance had set up a booth down there, for example. Um, they, they had uh, one of our uh, friends and liaisons, Ivan Ho, actually, which he uh, runs Competition Clutch Australia. So he was boothing with Competition Clutch there and Vibrant had set up their booth right next to them. Um, but it was great, you know, so even during the event, for example, we, we actually set, set up an impromptu competition clutch booth literally right at our oh, really? garage. Um, we set up a table, set up a banner, put a clutch on display. Uh, we put a vibrant intercooler beside it. And it, it was just great, you know, and, and it's something where I think the fans, as they walk by and they're checking out the cars, they can also check out some of the stuff we run. And it's right. an easy, good, good way to thank some of my sponsors, right? Yeah. Um, ho- hopefully they, they see value and they, hopefully they got a, a good outcome that they've been looking for. And um, I, I think the results were great. Uh, definitely definitely felt like we, we, we got as much as we could out of this program, you know, especially learning the track and learning the ropes and um, learning the tires. And then trying to get up to speed in an environment in in an event we've never been at um it's unique right and it took a little bit out of us to get to that point but i would say at the end of the day our lap time was probably uh, as good as we really could have got given everything we had to deal with and 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 the the two days that we you know two competitive days that we had to get everything done in so yeah it sounds like uh the way you're talking that uh you want to definitely go back that is 100% the target. Um, we will be uh, regrouping very shortly. Unfortunately, our Civic's not here yet. So once the Civic comes back, we'll probably do some a little bit more PR with it once we uh, get it back into North American soil here. Um, our trophy, I don't even get to show it off because it's stuck is in the it Civic. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's a beautiful trophy. It's like strapped into the seat, strapped it, down it, with it the It is. It's spray foamed in there. <laughs> um, th- th- thank you, World Time Attack, for the amazing trophies. They, they are actually truly phenomenal. Like, it, it's... Uh, yeah, I didn't even it. get to see it. What's, uh, uh, what's it look like? Uh, I, I have a picture here. I'd, lo- I'd, lo- I'd love to show everybody on the podcast uh, what this looks like. But I'll, have to, I'll have to share it on the Facebook. It's... it's it is truly exceptional, um, and it's real. It's it's. I, like I said, I, I I wish it was here because I would be showing off. I'll I'll, I'll bring it to a grid life event. Oh and, yeah, that'd be uh, awesome. A, a, everybody can. Everybody can witness it and ooh and all over it because it it it, it truly you know it we we felt we really earned it and. I mean, every everybody from Gridlife was super, super ecstatic at at how well you did. Oh yeah, that looks awesome. Yeah, and you know, it, I'll, have to, I'll have to post this up. And it's girthy, like it's real. Did you drink out of it? We did not drink no? out of it. But 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 to share another story, they had a they had a they had an after party at, after uh, the event down at one of the bars. So you got, done with, you got done with the event, then you went and loaded everything, and then you went to the after party? Uh, no. So the after party was uh, after the after the Chronicles meet, actually. Oh, okay. So on the okay. Sunday. the next day. Got it. Um, so as we're... I, I, I didn't drink out of it, but they, they were they were they were sharing a, uh, one of the I think one of the drifters trophies. I think it was the second place drifters trophies. And, you know, they filled it up with some booze <laughs> nice. and they were sharing it around. <laughs> um, but one of my one of my crew guys, actually, um, Ryan Coop, as we call him. Um, he, he, he gets past this thing and he's drinking out of it. And, uh, Al- Alex Vonghe, my, my, our, our other crew guy, he's like, do you know who just passed you that trophy? He's like, no. He's like, that's under Suzuki. He just passed <laughs> you that thing. Like, wow, that's like royalty. Yeah. <laughs> and it, you know, it's, it's, it's just amazing. Like that, that, that experience, you know, we were one of the, we were one of the gang at that point and it was so good. It was like so so much fun and so welcoming and um to hang out with the you know 
guys guys we were watching on 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 uh, on live stream just last year. It's like you know to hang out with Tim Slate, to hang out with Barton Mauer, um, and obviously under Suzuki. Um, it's crazy. It's like wow, you know, like these 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 are the guys. These are the superstars of our time attack world. Yeah. Um, and I, I I would say definitely. I wasn't expecting that. I like, you know, I, I, I'm that, that definitely not that definitely didn't fit in until until you're there. Yeah. Um, and then you're like, wow, this is yeah, this is this is real. This is cool. Um, so so that was that was really cool. Yeah, I think for for a lot of us that, you know, had to stay home and didn't get to go. It was really fun to watch you because essentially you were representing North American Time Attack as a whole on an international stage. And so it was really, really cool for us. And really, I don't think we could have asked for a better person to represent us, to be honest. Wow, that, 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 that's crazy coming from you. That's, that's, that's awesome. Like, uh, but no, like, uh, and, and no doubt, like uh, all my hashtags, like as I'm, as I'm preparing for this trip, you know, like it really was representing the GTA fam, representing the Grid Life fam. Um, to, our program wouldn't be where it is without the organizations in America, um, a hosting events, obviously, and B supporting the racers and creating an environment that makes it amazingly fun to be competitive, uh, amazingly challenging to be good and just keeps pushing us. Right. I, I would say like, without a doubt going to this event, that, that was the number one thing for us was, was to, you know, hopefully represent our family here, um, the best we can. Um, not just on track, but also off track. Like we, we, we want to act professional, look professional. Um, we just hopefully send the right vibes to the, the, the world market, like the, the, the world scene. Yeah. So now I think what, what was crazy for me, I think I saw that car for the first time at road Atlanta, global time attack, maybe in 2015, I think 2015, 2015. Yeah. And in mm -hmm. just a little over two and a half years, that car went from, not really having anything done and you guys building it yeah. to being, you know, slowly tuned. Uh, well, not slowly tuned, but, you know, fine tuned yeah. um, to a world time attack, world class level car in such a short time. It was just absolutely amazing. But it really shows the dedication that you and, and your team have, you know, for the sport. So that was really, really cool to see. You yeah. know, I remember seeing some of the videos from like Road Atlanta and then later from Gingerman when you brought it out to Midwest Festival in 2015 and seeing how it handled and everything. You could tell it had the power, but it definitely needed a little bit of, of fine tuning in the handling, yeah. which you guys tackled, obviously. Yeah. Um, but seeing it from that point to where it is now, it just it blows my mind that you guys have done that in such a short amount of time. So, so, so again, you know, huge thanks to the, our partners, um, Fortune Auto hands down put so much of their personal time and personal efforts and personal energy into making that car handle as good as it is and i'm not going to say we're done because we're not done we learn every time we go out and we, we get better every time because we we brainstorm and you know we we look at what we can improve upon and i've just been so lucky that the partners we've had involved in the team um have been so hands-on even my turbo company like borg warner um, as we chatted earlier, uh -huh. like the, the, they, they are, they are genuinely hands on in our program. They really care about what we do. Um, you know, it's great that they make an, you know, you, you know how much I love my EFR turbos, but it's great that they make an exceptional product, but it's even crazier that they would be involved in helping us R and D and helping us get that extra edge. Right. Um, and I, I would have never expected getting into the sport. I would never expected that kind of relationship. Um, and the, these guys are my friends. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're not my spot. You know, they're not my quote unquote sponsors anymore. They're, they are my friends. And I, I, yeah, I couldn't thank them, you know, anymore. Like they've just been awesome. And, um, same with the guys at Fortune Auto, like Matt and Terry, you know, they'll be the first, They'll be the first when whenever there's something not right with the Civic. They'll be the first to be like, we gotta figure that out. Like let 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 let's get some let's get some let's try some different settings. Let's try some different you know spring rates. Let's see if we can calm that down. 
and to have a, to have companies like that work with us hand in hand, um, it, it's it's truly it's truly amazing. Um, and vibrant, obviously, Vi- vibrant. Not only are they extremely supportive of our time attack adventure here, but um, their staff has been incredible. Like we had, we actually had the Civic earlier this year at Vibrant. They were doing 3D scanning of the car. Oh, really? Yeah, they they developed a new IC system to help us with aerodynamics um, and space and efficiency. And it was great because I can't do that by myself. A, I don't got a 3D scanner. And B, I don't have the knowledge to use these cool tools, tools they have in-house. Um, you know, and when we, get, when we got to Australia, um, Art uh, from Vibrant came uh, to do video media. Um, Albert, Rita came, you know, as, as, as our tire carrier no um (laughs) albert was phenomenal uh to to have to have to have a boss man come out and witness and be part of the team and 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 be right in there literally as we're rolling tires he's rolling a tire with us um and and it it doesn't seem like a big deal if you look at it from just that that objective standpoint but from a personal standpoint, it, it means so much to us as a team. Like, yeah, it's making your life easier, and and it, it shows like they're very committed. They yeah. they they, they want to be involved. Um, it's one thing for a company to go and say, hey, you know, here's a product, go have fun with it. See ya. You know, don't call me. Maybe call me next year. But to 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 have a company where it's like, no, no, we we want to be there every step of the way with you. Like we we want we want to be, yeah, you know, a a part of the team. Yeah. And that that was great, it, like re- really, really mind blown and and, and in it, awe. it shows the level of respect and the level of pride that they have having you as part of their team too. You know, so that's that's kind of cool to me to see. see. See, I don't see that side, right? <laughs> <laughs> to, 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 to me, to me, to me, I'm just so fortunate that I can go out and um, compete against the best in the world at at World Time Attack and um, have have companies that believe in me. And we, we, any event we go to, we always give our best. Um, do, do, do we expect to win every single event that we go to? No. Do we want to win every event we go to? For sure. Um, I think the thing for us is we're driven, we're, we're driven to succeed. Um, we, 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 we want to succeed. And, you know, our, our program we try to make sure that we can get good results for our sponsors to reflect, obviously, on both their product involvement and um, what their what their companies believe in. Right. You know, it's a it's a shame that World Time Attack is so close to Super Lap Battle. So yes. I would really love to have seen what your car now, with all the work done, could do here. I mean, you're already moving very quick in the RSX, um, but to have like the number one car out here. Um, would have been really, really fun to watch. It, it, you know, from a competitive standpoint, I, I, yes, for sure. You know, I, I, I want, I want to battle for the records. You know, I, 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 uh, I don't like losing a record. Nobody, no, no competitor likes losing a record. But on on the flip side, uh, I think the stress level if I had the Civic here would be a million times greater. Yeah, and. I don't need it. It was it was such it was such it, you know World Time Attack took so much out of us as a team that um, we're we're still trying to regroup a little bit and you know to bring the RSX out there and just just send it just have a blast <laughs> yeah. with it. It's, like it's, not really worried about it. I mean, you got down to what like a one forty five. Yeah, I hit a one forty five oh, which yeah. uh, two years ago would have been a record here. Yeah. <laughs> so let's face reality. That's that's not that slow. Um, I, I wouldn't have expected that card. How it's it, it's not it's not really you know we we just, talked about it on the show before. Just the RSX you know chassis. Um, but that car sees no love. That particular yeah, car sees no love. Uh, like we we have you, you had it out since Speedring? No. So Speedring we had our new splitter on that was just a clone of the Civic, and for this event. We APR gave us um, the second element for for the wing, the wing. So now we have the GT one thousand on it. Okay, 
Um, other than that, the only thing else we did was actually go to get it dynoed. Okay. Um, because during speed ring, the car was not dynoed, so I was literally tuning it after every session. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. No, nobody knew that. Um, it, it was a last-minute decision on switching to it. We, we switched from race gas to ethanol, so I spent every session actually tuning. So as 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 much as... You know, I, I wanted as much track time as possible because every every second would have made more tuning progress. But anyways, we got it on the dyno, and to my surprise, uh, this thing is a weapon. Yeah, the engine is utterly. It's 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 been in there for four years. Really? Yeah, I have not touched it, not opened it. Still the same bearing, still the same everything. Um, same turbo, same manifold, what, what's same the turbo setup on there right now. Uh, EFR seventy six seventy. Okay, so that's that's actually that's the same engine turbo, untouched from when I set the record here in twenty fourteen and limited from really. Drive. Yeah, same same. So just like new tires and brake fluid, and brake new packs. tires, brake fluid, and then the old <laughs> Civic transmission is in there. Okay, okay. Um, so a lot of hand me downs in this car, but we dynoed at eighteen pounds of boost on a two liter on a K twenty. 605 wheel horse at 410 415 foot pounds of torque um which is mind-boggling that was uh half pound of boost more than we ran in 2014 here and we dynoed 531 at that point on race gas so if you're not on ignite red There's your selling point right there. Like, we gained 70 horsepower. Just on fuel. Mainly on fuel. Wow. Uh, bigger, bigger, vibrant intercooler core. Okay. That was that would be the only other addition that we've okay. done since Which then. might not show up as much on the dyno as it does on the track. Yes, yes. Right. I agreed with that one. But but it might have contributed a yeah. few. No, you know, absolutely. A few horsepower. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, I, I, I'm... I'm and, I think a few people were surprised at how much power it made given the boost level it was running. Yeah. Um, norm- normally, in fact, I was online with one of my good friends, and he's like, I, I, I ran 27 pounds of boost to reach that same number, and I'm on a bigger turbo, so something's <laughs> wrong. I'm like, man, like my shit's just efficient. Like, yeah. You know, I, I ported that head on that thing in 2013, I want to say, um, but it's an exceptional port job on it. Better than the Civic. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and it, it, it is what it is. Like, we, we just got to a point where it's like, at that point in time, because my the RSX was my thing, I spent all my hours on it. Question is, though, does it have the fancy looking valve cover like that you were sending Adam Jube and I that's on the Civic yeah, right now? Un- unfortunately, it I mean, that's no another like three or four horsepower right there. It, 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 it probably <laughs> is. Um, it's it's a few 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 thousand dollars out of your pocket though no yeah uh, just money man just money it's I I don't know I I I I would say this engine is kind of a surprise right now to me well I mean for me when I got here because I got here late I didn't get to see any laps today and when you told me you ran a forty five flat earlier I was actually kind of surprised you know not not surprised that you you did it surprised that the car did it i guess yeah you know like because i know the lap times here fairly well now and you know knowing that really that car hasn't had a whole lot put into it that's really cool to see but but like even from a even from a development standpoint like this car you know all 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 our attention is put on the civic that 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 is our number one car it it's 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 got a goal. Yeah, it's it? like it's like the firstborn kid when a new kid comes around. You know, it just kind of like gets forgotten about a little bit. That's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> I'm the firstborn kid, so. <laughs> but but I'll give you an example. That car still has working headlights, high beams work, taillights work, brake lights work. Four, the the the, the four way flashers still work. On that it's thing. a street car. <laughs> Wipers work. Um, does the horn still work? The horn does not work, but the horn wiring but you is still there. Just have to watch for the, the finger, horn, right? The, yeah, the horn wiring is still there. Um, it's definitely not a lightweight car. It still has the steel roof on it. It still right. has the sunroof plug inside there. Right. Um, now, do you think with the same attention that the Civic has gotten with some of the lightweight stuff and some aero stuff that the RSX could be just as fast? That's a good question. Uh, we, 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 we've been pondering that question. We've huh. been pondering the question from a, even from our own standpoint of, do we spend a little time and develop this a little more than what we've, you know, give it a little bit more love. Um, maybe we can get 
Maybe we can get some partners involved in it. Maybe we can get Saibon to give us some doors because they got doors. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it, it would be it would be a good question how much I mean, how much you, the difference would be. If you've got these two crazy cars and there's World Time Attack, you could have one of them live in Australia and one of them here. Uh, unfortunately, that can't work because we no. ha- we still have to do all the development testing. Yeah, that's true. And I can't. Fly back. I would love to fly back and forth just to Sydney. To just talk to the sponsors. Tell them it's what it takes. <laughs> it might be cheaper than shipping a car back and forth every year. Yeah, it probably would be actually. Yeah. If you it, find it, a place for it to live. Yeah, I, I, I would be more. I would be more inclined to build another Civic at that point. Yeah, um, and retire the RSX. So, you know, not 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 that you can't get the RSX to be potentially fast as we see right right as you know as we are speaking right now. But I'll tell you right now, our Civic is. Substantially faster. Yeah, um, it, it's substantially faster than last year. Um, it's it it. I, I would, and hopefully, I get a chance to bring it out here and do some testing because I would love to see how fast we can get the Civic down. What here. I think about it is cool too. Like you see a lot of RSXs out there that have been tuned and tracked, but you don't see that many of your generation Civic out there. Even being really modified for the street that much right now. Yeah. Not, not, so n- let alone one of the like the wildest front wheel drive time attack cars in the world. N- ninth gens don't get their love. Um, they, 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 they're a different, they're a different kind of beast. But I think a lot has to do with the stock K24 and in them. A lot of people steered away from them from a performance uh, aftermarket standpoint. And like even us, you know, we don't we don't run that Civic engine. We run a TSX engine in it. Right. Um, it just I don't want to say limitations. It's just what we had at the point. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I love the car. I it is so easy to drive. My my RSX requires 100 percent attention span out here today. Requires 100 percent commitment. Requires n- you know. Not knuckle busting steering inputs just <laughs> yeah. to just to just to keep up with it. Um, the Civic is the complete opposite. Civic, really? I can drive one handed. <laughs> I'm not even joking when I say that. It's that easy to drive wow. fast. Wow. It's very composed. Other than it's a very high sprung car. Um, other than that factor, it is so easy to drive. It's it's unbelievable. And I, I think I mentioned that last time on the, on this on this on the Slip Angle podcast. Um, is is just how easy that car is to drive and and i getting older and older i'm not definitely not getting younger so the older i get the more the more i like it when it's easy to drive right <laughs> when i was young i would have probably thought the rsx was so cool like oh my god yeah. you know, all you're doing is this constantly driving it's like requires so many inputs but no it's like yeah it, it, it's too much of a handful so what what are your thoughts you know as a honda enthusiast what are your thoughts on the new civic type r I love it. Yeah. Uh, I wish I had a lot more money in my life because I would. Yeah, only. I know, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, huge, huge fan. Yeah, I mean, seeing some of the lap times that those things are doing for 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 OEM, like they're incredible. Yeah. Um, I, I I would question the top side of it. Like, I'm not sure that it would be a better platform than let's than say like, our ninth gen. Yeah. At this point in time, um, I, I'm not convinced. But as far as a. a Daily driven street car, cool car. Oh, I think it's. I think it's almost a. If you're into tracking a lot, I think it's almost the perfect car. If you have the money to have a daily driver, track car like track cars, that, you know, can turn in some really decent lap times. Yeah, yeah. I, I I would f- fully agree with that. And like I said, I, I'm a massively huge fan of that car. And yeah, um, if I could convince yeah, the guys the- from Gears and Gasoline have a uh, a press car one. That's sick. Yeah, and yeah, actually, I saw, the I saw guys them driving by. Yeah. yeah. The guys, the guys from Honda, when they picked it up from the PR guy, they learned that they were taking it to a racetrack, and they're like, "Oh, we have a second set of wheels and tires. Would you like to take those?" Wow, that's and they, awesome. Just, they didn't have any space, but it seems like Honda is really into people tracking them, and it's it's been a long time yeah. since Honda's actually had a car that people, you know, were getting excited about tracking, at least a new car, because um, as you know, not everyone is like with a ninth gen Civic is like, "Oh yeah, man, yeah. I'm gonna go run time attack with it," but it's it's really cool to see. That that was um, when uh, Modified shot that video at Gridlife oh, earlier yeah. in the year. Yeah, with Savannah Little's car. Yeah, your Savannah. Car. Yeah. And then so it was uh, Matt Powers and Jeff Stoneback. Yep. Um, in one of the episodes, they're doing a Honda battle, Honda Civic Type R battle. 
Um, and again, you know, Honda was fully involved with this, and uh, I, I, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome to see them back into our game. Um, if any of them are listening, you know, we us grassroots racers would love some support too. Uh, but no, it, it's it's great it's 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 great to see them involved in the sport, right? Um, and and I no doubt the Civic Type R, but even the new Civic Si, is great for Honda enthusiasm, great for the Honda marketplace, the aftermarket marketplace, and yeah, I, I hope I hope it continues, and I hope you know to see it yeah. to see them more and more involved in it, yeah. Well, Will, it's, uh, it's getting a little late, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we're into this for almost an hour now. It yeah. went by really quick. Car prep time. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, we have been holding Will back from, uh, from prepping his car for tomorrow. So really appreciate your time. Um, where can people find out more and kind of like maybe watch some in-car video and stuff from World Time Attack? Uh, Vibrant will actually be releasing their video shortly, I've been told. Okay. So they'll, they'll, they'll have it on the Vibrant Performance YouTube channel, and okay. they should probably have a link on the Vibrant Performance um, Facebook. Uh, our own uh, site is PZ Tuning Motorsports on Facebook. Okay. Um, and, you know, we, we have some content there. I don't have that many in-car feeds because, unfortunately, my in-car camera wasn't recording on the <laughs> fast sessions. <laughs> That's the way it always happens, too. Now, now there was tons of video coverage of it. Uh, Vibrant had Vibrant had both 360 cam and my helmet cam of that okay. of of the fast run. Okay. And World Time Attack should have an official video coming out too. Okay. Um, and they 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 had video of every session we did, so, um, which is I, I'm actually really looking forward to seeing this stuff myself. Like, um, but yeah, it's it's it's. Yeah, it's it's due. I, I, hopefully, hopefully they get them out there and you know people can enjoy them too. Yeah. Well, congratulations on uh, on an excellent, excellent finish at World Time Attack. And uh, we look forward to seeing what you can do in the RSX tomorrow at Superlap. Thank you. I'll keep pushing. All right. We'll talk to you next season. Great. Thanks, Will.